the Author Accountability Podcast. This is season three, episode 17. And as always, I'm Rianne, and here with me is Donna. Hello. Hello. Hi. <laughs> How are you doing? I am good. Um, I've currently got a bit of a cold. Um, oh. I'm very, like... <laughs> I want to say skittish, but I don't know if that's the right word. Like, I'm just everywhere. Nothing is going the way I want it to go. Discombobulated. Yeah, very much so. Like, I just, I don't know whether I'm coming or going. I don't know what I should be doing. And so I end up with, like, paralysis and I do nothing. Yeah, I I feel that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's... uh... It's it's not been a great week for me either, to be honest. I've got a lot of uh, emotional stuff I'm going through in my personal life, and so I've got beer. I've had I've done barely anything. Oh, last week was fine. This week, not so much. I think, I, yeah, I think I've worked maybe one day this week. <laughs> so, yeah, not sleeping well, and yeah, but let's let's not bore the listeners with my with my uh, my woes. <laughs> <laughs> what, well, I what mean, have you, you can bore them with but... woes of writing. Oh yeah, well, I mean, and that's the th- that's the sad thing is that everything was going really well until everything kind of I feel like kind of like everything almost blew up. Yeah, <laughs> but now I just can't I just can't get into it. So mm. unfortunately, but it's fun. I'm trying to just be kind to myself and not you know beat myself up about it. Like I just I need time to process and work through some stuff. So. I'm just going to focus on that for now. <laughs> Sounds like a good plan. What um, yeah. what have what have you been doing? Did you did you do the things that you needed to do? Um, I did edit the podcast. Um, I did finish my basic outlines mostly, and then um, I've kind of dived. I, I did some drafting prep, but not like to the major extent that I was planning to do. I don't know why I keep trying to do scene cards I've tried to do it probably about four or five times and every time I'm like I just I just can't I just get too frustrated and I'm like you know what I'm just gonna I must just start writing and yeah and it just because it's again it's this thing of like trying to find the right way to do things you know like what's the right way to do and I've realized scene cards not my jam for for realsies this time I've realized that scene cards are not my jam so I've done some drafting prep and I actually have done some drafting. I can't actually tell you because I have a record. So I've done 13 scenes. I'm going to call them scenes, but they kind of just more like sections. Um, in total, my manuscript is at 10,562 words. Um, and that's over two days. <laughs> But there was a lot of like copy and pasting, you know, from that old draft. So I was going to um, say, Dan, no. if you just wrote ten thousand words in two days, you are my new hero. I wish no, no, there, no. There was a lot. There was a bit of like actual drafting and kind of like bridging the gap because I kind of I've shuffled some events around a little bit, so there was a little bit of kind of finagling to do there. But for the most part, I'd say okay. So, um, I did one two three four five six seven eight sprints in total over the two days and i would say that one two three maybe four of those being pasting so like the last three especially like the last three word counts are 
over 2,000, over 5,000, and then over another 2,000. So the bulk of that 10,000 is in like those three, and the rest is spread out. So I've got 500-ish, 300-ish, 500-ish, 300-ish, 500-ish. <laughs> um, so yeah, the, the actual writing sprints were between three and five, 500 words. And then those last three were like th thousands. Like I was copy and pasting like whole scenes that didn't really need to be changed. So yeah, that's what the that, that's what I've I've done. <laughs> that's amazing. You should be proud of yourself. Thanks. Yeah, I I I feel like in a way it was good that uh, I kind of got a like a pretty good start, and so like now that I'm kind of needing a bit of time to deal with other stuff, like I don't feel too behind, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm. you're not behind anyway, so we're all good. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, and, and given that it's like a mini series, like, and I've I've realized this, like, given that it's a mini mini series, I think it would be okay for me to kind of like do it episode per episode. So, like, I would kind of go through it and then, you know, do my a little bit some revisions and then kind of hand it over to you and Cam and then continue with episode two and so on. And that and that might make it kind of easier for you guys to digest as well because then you're not getting like a hundred odd manuscripts like all at once and yeah so i'll see how it goes if I, i'll finish as much as i can this quarter and and then yeah i will i'll let you know if you've got some space then we'll take it from there yeah because i think i i think i'm probably going to do Caradin the same as you like although i've kind of made the decision to make it into a duology mm -hmm. I'm still gonna keep it as four parts so that I don't just mm -hmm. like send over 120,000 words and be like help me <laughs> <laughs> no that makes complete sense yeah, yeah. It's, and I think it also it kind of yeah like I said it then then you're able to kind of read it almost as as it's intended like as it's going to be released so like if I can work myself to kind of giving you one like every say six weeks um, then it's you're kind of like digesting it as a reader will in, uh, on his first release as well. So I think that's probably a good, yeah. yeah. But yeah, other than that, not not much else happening in my life to be honest. Um, I've had a little bit of medical stuff, late medical lady lady medical stuff <laughs> that I've been dealing with. Nothing severe, but um, just like. I don't I didn't need it now you know what I'm saying like mm -hmm. I didn't need it now um timing was not the greatest yeah timing not the greatest and yeah other than that yeah honestly I, it's been very a very boring couple of weeks for me <laughs> I mean you know boring me in terms of nothing fun and exciting <laughs> me too me too I mean I, I did write 8,000 words well done I have plotted but I don't know if I got to the end of act two because I haven't been plotting in a three-act structure so I mean Who knows? listen you 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 did you did something towards that point that's a win excuse me that's a win I also don't know if I read two books because I can't remember how many books I'd read last time so 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 semi wins all yeah, around. Semi wins. Semi wins. Um, I love that for us. 
Although, actually, I probably could say I've finished two books because I just finished my Kindle book yesterday. And then I've just started a new physical read, which would yeah. ensue that I'd finished the book before. So I'm going to take that mm-hmm. as a win. Yeah, 100%. Here it is. Love and life. Perfect. Uh, what are your plans for the next two weeks? Or are you just not going to make any because life is turmoil at the moment? Um, no, no, well, um, let me just look at my my calendar so I can get a little bit of an idea of what the next couple of weeks holds. And it'll be, okay, so I've got no appointments. It doesn't look like I've got any appointments next week, which is really nice because then if I can kind of get through this weekend, then maybe I've got a bit more. Oh, I, I started gym. Um, <laughs> That's something that's fun and interesting. Watch. Gym. I thought you said germ, and I was like, <laughs> "What? No, no, G Y M, Jim." <laughs> um, I just, you know, like I was, I was kind of thinking, like, you know, I like, I ironically was thinking last week, you know, like I, things are pretty good, and you know what, but like I think, I think I can do a bit better, you know, health wise, you know, I can eat probably a bit better, and yeah, I should probably start with some gym, and this is like very it's a big step for me because I've never been very sporty. I've never very been very good at like that kind of repetitive exercise, you know, like doing reps and that kind of thing. Um, it's always been teeth pulling for me. I've always hated it. Um, I, the only thing that I've ever kind of gotten into is cross country running. And even then it was like the latter years of high school. And I never really did much of it after that. Um, I'm sorry if you can hear the mower. Somebody's outside. Um, but yeah, so uh, I kind of I, I took the leap and I enlisted a trainer, and so I'm going twice a week now, Mondays and Wednesdays, and I'll see how it goes. Nice. Yeah, but sorry to answer your question. Um, I want. I just want to. I'm just going to say continue continue with fast draft um and and then i'm going to put in brackets i'm going to hopefully be finished with episode one by the time we record again um and this uh yeah this is your episode so i don't think uh um i don't think there's anything else really i'm just i'm just trying to keep things simple at the moment and uh streamlined so yeah i just want to continue with my fast draft and if I finish episode one, then 10 out of 10, I'm happy with that. And I, I want to also get back into my book because obviously with emotional stuff comes a lack of like inclination to do pretty much anything. I was going to say, can I add something to your list? Yes, you may. Rest. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> Even if it's just write one it evening now. where you're led on the sofa watching telly, rest. <laughs> you <laughs> sound you. like you need it. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm... Because, ironically, a... <sighs> I was talking to... Um, I say I was talking to. She put it in a newsletter and I read it. Um, so I was reading Helen's newsletter the other day um, mm. and she said that one of her friends said to her, it shouldn't be, have you worked enough to rest? you should be asking yourself, have you rested enough to work well? 
couldn't have said it better myself. That's that's really good. That's that's really good. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, and I think it's especially important, you know, when you are going through other stuff that um, puts pressure on you mentally. You know, like yeah, hundred percent. Um, in full agreement with that. Yes. So, as a reminder to everyone who has lots of stuff going on, have you rested enough to work well? Because if you haven't, go and take some rest time, please. <laughs> please, yes. We can we can rest together, guys. We can rest yes. together. <laughs> yes, we can. Uh, so my tasks for the next two weeks are yeah. I'm gonna write five thousand words. I'm gonna finish plotting because I think I think I think I've only got like five chapters. One, mm-hmm. two, one, two, three, four, five. Yes, five chapters. I can plot five okay. chapters. I reckon. I Perfect. reckon I could do that in two weeks. And then <laughs> that will be standalone tunes, outline done, and it will be ready for when I need to write it next. Yeah. Um, I also need to finish editing um my short story, Seer. And then um, I would like to read two books. See ya. And yeah, I see that's the problem is that like when I'm like in all tumultuous, like I reading is it gets kind of like it's like too much of a mental load. And and like I just find myself just gravitating more towards TV and music and like yeah. stuff that is just easy to digest. Yeah, I mean, it, it can be a lot when you have a lot of stuff going on. Um, but yeah, so take it easy. Make it make it things that you could do. Or don't write a to-do list, do a to-da list. Ah, uh, yes, I was talking about that before. I love that, love that for us, yeah. No, um, and in actual fact, that's more or less what I've kind of been doing the last three days. Mm-hmm. I've kind of, you know, just... I've been doing my planning like the morning of rather than the day before. And so like, I kind of just do a bit of a check-in with myself, like, okay, how am I feeling? Like, how is this, you know, uh, what kind of, what are my energy levels like? And then kind of right and planning according to what I feel like I can handle. So I'm proud of myself for that. Yeah. Good. Good. That is good. Um, Like For example, today we've got the recording and all I've said to myself is that I just need to, do my home finances, which is just to kind of um, track my expenses for the last week, which is very easy, menial work. It's literally just inputting from my statement into my, my spreadsheet. Yeah. Check emails and my weekly review and planning. That's all that I've said for myself today. Good. So, yeah. Good. Whereas yeah. I've set myself loads of stuff to do because I, you know, I have a day off to look after my child and I think, yes, let's clean the house too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah I'm the same I, I'm always like oh yeah I'll I'll just do that and and that's you know what I always end up doing is that like as soon as she goes down for a nap I'm like oh I'll just quickly do this before I sit down well I'll just quickly do this before I sit down and, and I'll, I'll I'll pack the dishwasher and I'll feed the chickens and I'll, I'll just quickly do a bit of a tidy her you know her her toys are all over the floor by the time I know it's like an hour and a half has gone past and she's like she's due to wake up any minute <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh. But at least I've gotten those things done. So it's like that's kind of how I say it, see it. I'm like, well, those things did need to get done eventually anyway. So, you know. 
yeah. at least they're done now. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, other than that, I don't think I've really done much. Oh, I did go and watch Barbie. Oh, did you? How was it? Yeah. Yeah, really. I feel like I think, it was really it's... hyped up. Yeah. I mean, and even now, so like I'm I'm seeing memes and stuff floating around and this and that and empowerment and like lots of videos on YouTube that all popped up. And I'm um, like, I have like the the um the trailer looks looks nice. Like I uh, and I think it's one of those movies that maybe like it's just fun to watch because like aesthetically it's so pretty and like at least from what I can tell from the trailer. So, I mean, I yeah. would say the best parts of the movie are in the trailer. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I hate it when that happens. Like, it was That's a good sad. movie. I'm indifferent that I went to watch it. Like, I I probably won't watch it again. Mm. And yeah. I'm very glad That's that sad. I did not pay for my cinema ticket. <laughs> Yeah, no, because because uh, honestly, I was thinking because Ricardo and I are planning on Saturday to spend the day together. Emma's going to be with Leslie, and um, at first we're like, oh, we'll go to farmers market nearby, and then like, well, if the weather's not good, maybe we should go to a movie. And I was going to suggest the Barbie movie, but if 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 not, then I'll just wait for it to come onto Disney Plus and I'll watch it then. I mean, like loads of people have raved about it. The people that we were sat next to, they absolutely loved it. Mm. it just it it didn't do anything for me Mm. like yeah there was funny bits yeah there was good bits you know at the beginning I was like oh this is kind of a cool film and then it just got weird okay it got very yeah I got you all right yeah I got you (laughs) and I just I just yeah and 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 the way it ended was weird I mean it was it was kind of nice but also like it's a kids film why would you end it that way mm. I think do you think maybe they were trying to do too much all at once there was no story oh, oh that's horrible yeah because I've, I've heard a lot of people saying you know like oh gosh like they've they've tried to do everything and like it they're not sure whether it like actually translates well yeah i just yeah it just it wasn't it wasn't for me no no that's a pity Uh, i think uh, i had really high hopes for it so did i because i watched the trailer and i saw everybody raving about it and i was like I convinced my mum to go. Yeah. <laughs> and we were both so disappointed. Oh, well. What can you do? Yeah. You win some, you lose some. <laughs> I mean, other than that, I've been watching um, Designated Survivor on Netflix. Oh, what's that like? I've been thinking about... Do you know what? It's actually all right. Mm. I thought it was going to be a bit weird. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about it, but it has um the lady in from Nikita, and I really like her as an actress. So I was like, you know what, I'll yes. give it a go. I like her as well. And I'm so invested. I'm That's so sweet. invested. Like, I still have no idea what's going on. 
I think I kind of understand. So essentially the US government, like when they all have to meet in a place, one person doesn't and they're the designated survivor. So that if a tragic thing happened and everybody died, they would then continue on the administration. And that's exactly what happens in the first episode. Ah, I was like, what? (laughs) Imagine being the designated survivor. So you're just basically chosen to be the person that lives. And then suddenly a thousand people are dead. And you now run the country. <laughs> Absolute bonkers it is. But I am I am really enjoying it. I think I'm coming up to the end of season one. And there's three seasons on Netflix at the moment. So I am really enjoying that. I also finished The Witcher season three. So I've watched the second half of that now. Um, what was that like? That was really good. But I'm also really sad that Henry's not Geralt anymore. Um, people keep asking me if I'm going to watch season four. And I'm like, if you ask me now, the answer will be no. However, I would like to see the trailer for season four. And that might that might change my mind. It might make me curious enough to watch it. We'll see. I don't know. Maybe I'll give it a go. Like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like just completely boycotting it because Henry's not in would be a bit harsh on Liam. Because obviously (laughs) it's not his fault that everybody loves Henry. Listen, like like I said in the last episode, I almost would watch it, at least the first episode, just because I'd be curious to see what he looks like with the long white hair. Yeah, yeah. So... There's that. Um, I've just seen like some trailers for some new Star Wars stuff that's coming out on Disney Plus. Um, but yeah, that's why I'm not really I'm not really watching TV at the moment. Um, I started watching season two of Carnival Row. I don't know if I'm enjoying it as much as the first season because I haven't gone back to it. Yeah, um, I loved season one of Carnival Row, um, but uh, I ha- I don't think I've watched season two um, because there was nothing really else on Amazon Prime that I was watching. <laughs> so I, I just, I cancelled my subscription. I think I, we've only got Netflix and Disney Plus now. Um, yeah. I, I, might, I might, you know, if, if I feel so inclined, if I, maybe I'll watch the trailer and see if I like it and maybe just pay for just just for a month and watch it and then cancel it again just because I'd like to know what happens yeah yeah I think it'll probably be one of those things that I go back to when I've got nothing else to watch yeah yeah that's that that sounds which is kind of what I did the first time honestly with with it and I end up liking it a lot more than I thought would Mm. I'm just trying to be looking. I'm just trying to look on my Netflix. Is there a way to see your recently viewed? Because I've watched a few movies since we last we spoke, and I can't remember exactly all of them. Um, no, I don't think so. So obviously, carrying on with Big Bang Theory, I'm almost finished with that. I'm like partway through season nine already. Um, I watched a vampire movie called The Invitation, which I didn't know was a vampire movie, but it actually was a quite an interesting take on it and it kind of like if you don't know it's a vampire movie like it's kind of creepy and it's like only really revealed near the end which is really cool um and then I also watched a couple of other things 
Let me just look on my list and see which ones I've actually. I've started watching a documentary called Secrets of the Saqqara Tomb. So it's like an Egyptologist's kind of thing. Um, what other movies have I watched? Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was the invitation, and then there, and that was that. Yeah, it was, it was. I think there was another. It was another documentary that I watched, but I can't remember. Um, I can't remember which one it was. But yeah, also not not much. I've just kind of been devouring uh, Big Bang Theory, if I'm honest, just because it's light and it's easy to watch, and it the episodes are only twenty minutes long, so like I can watch them you know while I'm eating my lunch and that kind of thing so yeah not not much else just just lots of uh overthinking going on mm. <laughs> not much consuming of of the actual things I did um watch a couple more episodes of that podcast I think that I told you about called everything is alive oh, um, yeah yeah it's I, I enjoy it it's it's fun it's interesting um and I, I'm I don't I don't regret starting what listening to it like I, it, the, the episodes are all different and interesting and I enjoy it um I also do you know what I did recently is actually just listen to music like just sit and listen to music and it was so delightful Taylor Swift eras tour I saw that on your Instagram <laughs> but you've got tickets don't you Yes, when she so when, comes, she, to you, when yeah. she comes to the UK, yeah, I've got tickets for Cardiff. I don't think she's coming to South Africa, which is a bummer, but, you know, hey-ho. No. I think she goes to Mexico at the end of the month, and then Brazil, and, like, those kind of countries, and then next mm. year she's in, like, Japan, and then works her way over. Hmm. Yeah, oh, man, South Africa. We're always missed out of world tours. I also like <laughs> Billie Eilish. Like there was, there was actually was a petition when she was doing her um um happier than ever tour for for her to come to South Africa, and she never did. So that was sad. That what they did do is they screened it. I think in one of the theaters. One they they screened one of the the live shows in one of the theaters. Which is it's not it's a it's a good effort, but you know I actually watched a concert in a cinema once, and it was probably the best experience I've ever had. Really? Yeah, I loved it. Ah, hmm, interesting. And like I've always loved live music, so like I've never gone to anything like that. But we've booked tickets for Park Live um, at the end of the month, which is also um happening at the Durban Botanic Gardens and there's some really nice interesting headliners and um and cool I think it's Veranda Panda what's my now but yeah um, so a I lot of watching... South African yeah yeah South African artists cool um what was I, I was just about to say something but yeah oh yeah so I was watching obviously Taylor Swift's Era Store and I have for the past yeah yeah five shows um because she announced yesterday that she is re-releasing 1989 Taylor's version in October and I'm so excited oh excellent <laughs> cannot wait um and then reading wise 
Um, I've recently finished Bride of the Shag- Sh- Bride of the Shadow King. Uh-huh. It was okay. I gave it two stars. Like it was okay. I don't feel the need to continue the series, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I've read The Broken Elf King, which is the second book in the Kings of Avalir series. Which do you know what? You know when you watch trash TV just because you have like a strange enjoyment for it? Uh-huh. That's exactly what I would say these books are. They're fast-paced, <laughs> they're really quick, like they're really easy to follow. You know what exactly what's gonna happen. It's just it's just like a, you know, trash TV in a book. I love it. Yeah. You know, yeah, I was gonna say sometimes you just need that. You know, yeah. so nothing to try and make you feel feel lots of different things. Sometimes you don't want to think all the things or consider your life's purpose. You just you just got to just have pure entertainment, and that's yeah. cool. That's awesome. Yeah, and then I also read Slaying the Shadow Prince by Helen as well. Ooh. I love the way I just say Helen and not even attempt to pronounce her surname anymore, <laughs> as if she's like my bestie. <laughs> Oh gosh. Yeah. First name basis, babe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so with the fun stuff done, let's move on to our topic of the week, which is bookish and author events. I'm very excited by this. I know. I am too. I don't know of a lot of ones that have army, but um I don't know that there's one specifically that I've been wanting to go for to since before covid but i haven't gone because while well, covid and baby and stuff but it's called the midlands literary festival oh. so it happens a few hours from where i live and it's like yeah you know, it's a south african literary festival that happens over the weekend it, there is um talks and guest speakers and yeah it's it's lovely and it, it's one of the bigger ones I think in the country um but yeah I've never been to it really really want to I might I'm, I think I might make it next year this year I think um I think it's supposed to be happening next month I haven't seen anything though so maybe it's not i'm not 100 sure but yeah i definitely would like to go next year if it's if it's being held because i know that they took a obviously took a break over covid and i'm not sure if they really recovered yeah yeah so there's loads Mm -hmm. i know (laughs) but i've only recently found out about them in like the last couple of years um Mm -hmm. in fact i'd probably say like the last 18 months like it I, I never went to them before. So there's a local one um, just in the town over from me um, that does one every year. So I've been to mm. that literary festival for the past two years. Then there's um, Bristol Con, which is specifically for fantasy writers um, and like book lovers and stuff like that. So there is there's always a dealer hall which is where you can go and have a table. Um, there's always bookstores and authors and loads of fun stuff. And then they do talks with the authors. They do like workshops for writers. So that's always a fun one. Um, mm. And then I found out about two bookish events, which I'm going to. Annoyingly, there's one called 
British Book Bash, which I only found out about recently. And now the one that I'm going to is like their final ever one. Like they're not doing another one, which I thought was. Oh. Yeah. That is sad. Yeah, it is. But you know what? It must be a lot of work to like put these things together and. Yeah. You know, maybe there's stuff going on in the organizer's life and she just needs to take a step back and maybe they'll come back later. But yeah, yeah at the moment, the one I'm going to next year is the last one. Um, I'm also going to Fiction Fans and Ball Gowns in the UK. Mm-hmm. That sounds I, lovely. Yeah, I can't wait. So I've got tickets for friday night which is like a meet and greet with the authors or Mm -hmm. specific authors i can't remember um so that'll be similar to i don't know if you've seen like influencers and stuff when they get invited somewhere by the publisher and they go and sit in a room and someone's on like a stage so it'll be it'll be like that kind of vibe for the friday night Mm. and then the saturday during the day um is like a standard book signing so it'll just be a hall with all the authors and they'll have their banners and their books and their merchandise and you just go around and spend lots of money <laughs> and then in the evening on the Saturday so it closes at four and everyone has to leave and then you go back at six and you have like an evening and everyone's in a ball gown I like I can't that wait. that sounds amazing yeah, I can't wait so I'm going to that one um I have heard you gotta show me the dress that you plan to wear I haven't purchased it yet but I shall um, I've also heard of some called Rare. Um, now I know this year they've had Rare London, and I think they're doing one in Italy. I can't remember if it's Florence or somewhere else. But next year they're doing one in Edinburgh, and they so they have like loads all over the world, which I think is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and really nice. And then, so I joined this Facebook group. <laughs> because I was like I, I like you know as an author it can be quite scary to just like put yourself out there and on social media it kind of feels like you're talking to the void mm-hmm. so I was like I've done a couple of them obviously your first couple are always going to be not bad but uncomfortable because um, yeah, obviously yeah. people are going to come over to you and they're going to be like well can we like tell me about your book and what's it about and they want to talk to you they want to know what you're and then you go uh, um, uh, yeah yes yeah and like then then you see them like looking and then sometimes you're like do I talk to these people do I just sit here and smile like a creep like what do you do <laughs> it can be really like um I hear you but yeah so so I found this Facebook group called book signing events for author readers and bloggers and these are like all over the world so like I'm just going to scroll through so there's this one Mm. which is called fire which is a book signing in 2025 in Italy um Mm. there is the indie author book expo which is on August the 10th 2024 in Indiana, I think. It doesn't actually say. Are they in South oh, no, Iowa? <laughs> in Iowa State. God. There's Flirty in Tampa. There is... So this is in Cedar Falls in America. 
So this one is The Romance Rendezvous Book Blast, which is happening next weekend in the Hilton Garden Inn in Cedar Falls. Like, there's just, there's loads, like, and they're always a mix. So, like, some of them have obviously been going for ages. So, like, there's there's a couple in London which are done all, all the, like, every year. So, I, so there's obviously mm-hmm. London Book Fair, and then there is, I think it's called Yalk? Mm-hmm. they do that one and then there's um a polycon which is done in the us um but yeah there's loads so i would just keep a lookout like ask people who you know in the book community like if they go to any um mm-hmm. and stuff like that because you know they're great fun even if even if you go as a reader and not as an author like they can still be great because obviously one of the main reasons for me going to fiction fans and ball gowns is so that mm. I can scope out what I need to do as an author. Oh, 100%. That makes I mean, so much sense. I mean, obviously I'm going to buy books and support the authors and chat with them and stuff. But, like, mm. you know, I want to see what their tables are like. I want to see what mm. merchandise they bring. I want to see what freebies they give out. I want to see, like... Yeah, still with your eyes. They, yeah. Yeah, I want I want to see like how they start conversations with people as they're coming around looking at their books and stuff like that. So that that's... is called that. That's called research, <laughs> and I'm gonna have a great time doing it. Yeah, just you know, just let your accountant know it was research. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh my god, <laughs> networking. Yes, I could put it through as an expense as networking. Yeah, of course you could. My God, see, I knew there was a reason we were friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I haven't been very proactive about trying to seek these things out just because um, I, I just haven't, I didn't want to like get my, my hopes up, you know, and be yeah. like, oh, but, you know, because to leave a two-year-old for like days at a time, um, uh, it's it's partly my own thing, um, and and also partly because you know Ricardo's business is very kind of um, up and down, so it's difficult to plan that kind of thing. And I mean, can you imagine if I was like, oh, cheers, I'll be gone for three days, and then like all of a sudden they like shit blows up in his business, and like now what is he? You know, he's going to juggle everything. Um, but yeah uh so yeah that's my own my own thing but um like I said next year she'll be a little bit older and probably a bit more um comfortable like maybe staying the night with Leslie or something like that and that'll uh, kind of ease the pressure um on Ricardo's side so I uh I think I might I think I might go to Midlands next year and and I do I intend to kind of you know now that things are a little bit back to normal after the old pandemic um gonna do a bit more research and see which ones are around and maybe yeah. a couple every every year yeah I also really like that they um there's some like there's writer versions as well so like and they're mm. online and offline so mm-hmm. um the self-publishing show so they do the self-publishing show live which is a two-day event last year it was in um, this year and last year it was in London in South Bank Centre um I think they might be changing it next year um mm. they've just sent out like a poll of where they would like it done um but they also do like digital versions so if you can't go you can just like 
essentially pay for a ticket and watch mm. watch them online instead there's um melissa hawks's writers hub fest so that's happening this november in 2023 um that's all online so there's workshops there's talks with other authors there's talks with like big name people for um indie authors like um i think she's got ricardo from reedsy um and obviously he's like really big on marketing and stuff um then there's also 20 books to 50k like they do writer conventions all around the world mainly in vegas um because they are american um but i think Ah, that would be nice wouldn't it yeah i know (laughs) i think they also did one in madrid i think i think i saw was their last international one um don't quote me on that because i never have enough money to go to one so i've never been um (laughs) but i know that they have done european ones and Mm. like further away ones um i know that they they i think they recently did one in adelaide in australia um and then i feel like the imaginarium festival did go online at one stage so like when when the pandemic hit they were like well we're not gonna cancel we're just gonna do it online rather than in person Mm -hmm. which I thought was really good yeah so you Mm -hmm. still get to go to it even if you are just you know like we are at the moment just sat at our desk talking to somebody on a camera (laughs) why not hey you can just be in your comfy clothes (laughs) exactly um there's also Inca's Con um, so I think that's, mm. again, you can either do an in-person one or you can pay for a digital ticket and then you get all of like access to all of the stuff. I think it's for like six years you get access to it all. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's so it gives you like a decent time that, yeah. to go through things. Um, yeah. And I think that's it for the author ones. Oh, Pro Writing Aid does a couple every year. So mm, they always mm. do like a fantasy yeah. week and then I think they do like a crime and thriller week as well. there actually is so much out there there, and you just you just kind of have to yeah you you can't wave a stick around without hitting some kind of writer or book event actually if you if you are in the the right uh, area of the internet (laughs) yeah and again if you're not sure like just reach out to somebody (laughs) Mm, yeah 100 percent i think um oh where did Emily Blackwood went to an event recently mm-hmm. and that one looked really cool and I can't remember what it was. I know Chloe um, Penuranda went to a Polycon and she's a Scottish author so like I'm insanely jealous that she went all the way over there to a book signing because like that is insane and I love the fact that she did it. Mm-hmm. I'm also slightly like in awe and slightly jealous because you know I would love to do it, but I would never be able to afford it, I doubt. Um, right, let me see if I can find where this one was. So, okay, so in 2024, she's going to an event. This is Emily Blackwood, by the way. Um, she's signing at an event called Readers Take Denver, which is in April 2024. Um, and then the one that she recently did, it was like a ball gowny one. Yeah, there's like loads of events. And I think people are just like starting to make more because like readers love to go and meet the people that have written these books that they're obsessed with. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, you know, I, I feel 
It's one of the things that getting into the writer community and specifically the um, indie author community that I feel like is such a privilege that you can have your heroes be your um, co like colleagues in a way. Like it's, and I think it creates such an awesome um opportunity for for people to inspire each other and just like I mean it's so awesome that like I get to just like talk to you like every couple of weeks and that like I have Rachel Morgan's number and like if I have a question she is always so sweet to answer my questions and like we we talk about like motherhood and and you know all sorts of stuff and it's it's so nice to have that connection and also be able to really truly appreciate someone's work as well it's really it it actually it, it makes the books even better for me if that makes sense as well like if I've yeah. been able to meet the author and connect with them like like when you're in, on maternity leave and I got to meet and and you know do an episode with all of those those lovely ladies and and I thought it was so cool and I, I I'm not gonna lie I on Instagram, if I see one of those people have released a book, it's like it's an extra, like, yeah, awesome. Like, that's so cool. So, yeah. Oh, and and you can make those connections at, at these events, and that's, that's special. Yes, it is very special. And um, next year, once I've been to all of the things that I'm going to, I shall update you all, obviously. Um, yeah. I think that's all that we have today. So thank you for coming on and listening. I apologize for my like throaty <laughs> infectionness. Um, I didn't even notice. <laughs> I mean, I I can just like feel I can feel it at the back of my throat and it's gross. Oh yeah. I know. That's that's uncomfortable. Yeah. And I did go to the doctors because I was tentatively worried that it might be tonsillitis, but mm. it's not. It's just an infection that won't go away. You still got your tonsils. Yeah. Oh. I don't have my tonsils anymore. Got rid of them a long, long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> well, no. I didn't. My parents did. <laughs> no, in the UK, you have to have, I think it's like six episodes of tonsillitis in 12 months before they'll even consider getting rid of them. Really? Yeah. I think yeah. it's something like that anyway. Yeah, no, here in South Africa, we whip them we out like a lot. <laughs> like, a, a, like, yeah, like a lot. And usually it's when, when small children battle with infection the way M did. Um, that's that they try and push it to after they turn two years old just you know because it's safer um but yeah a, a lot of a lot of children have their tonsils out here it's 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 like a fairly routine procedure that happens quite often actually yeah, yeah. I mean they're like your appendix it's just something you have in your body that you don't really yeah need. yeah exactly I mean I'm, I, I never missed them so you know yeah um <laughs> But yeah, so listeners, thank you for sticking with us. This episode was kind of strange and downerish, but we'll be back next time with happiness, love and light, and hopefully progress. Hopefully, yes. <laughs> Catch you next time. Bye. Bye.